The Prophet of Praise What do anointed people do to see fulfillment of God's promises? From Psalm 67 in this message, Pastor explains that the easiest way to see favor enter our life is to praise God. For praise will bring forth fearful blessings. Psalm 67, let's open our Bibles tonight to Psalm 67 verses 3 to 7. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let all the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Amen. God, God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously, and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield our increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. I was reading from Psalm 67, verses 3 to 7. It's a message that I preached last week in the Middle East. But tonight the Holy Spirit inspired me with the same word. We have a lot of promises that God has given us this year. Amen. But let me tell you how anointed people do see the fulfillment of the promises. One of the things that they do is they focus on responsibilities and expectations that God has for them. That's how mature Christians handle it. Immature Christians focus on the promise alone, but mature Christians focus on responsibilities and expectations God has got for them. So anytime anybody preaches the word, a mature Christian is going to ask, Lord, what do you want me to do? What is my responsibility? What are you expecting of me? Amen. We're not here. It's life. Okay. Aha. Are we live? Okay. <laughs> So mature Christians focus on responsibility and expectations that God has got for them. When you do that, the promise will manifest itself. Open your mouth and say, the promise, the promise will, manifest will manifest itself, itself the moment I begin to focus on my responsibility and my expectation. Now what are the expectations that we know from the word or the responsibilities of a believer is the simple truth that we so easily know but we seldom do and that is 
just praising the Lord. So I want to title the message, The Prophet of Praise, Just Praising the Lord. We had a song like that, no? Just praising the Lord. So just praising the Lord. Now we know that truth, but if, if you are a born in a Pentecostal background, you have these three hallelujahs for every Three hallelujahs, exactly three. One for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Holy Ghost. But the Bible says, be generous in your praise. We need to have the childlike faith and trust in the Father where we can just lift our hands and say, Jesus, I love you. I praise you. I glorify you. I exalt you. I magnify you. Lord, I lift up your name. There is no one else like you. Jesus, you are the Son of God. You are my cornerstone, my refuge, my righteousness. I exalt you, Lord. You are my salvation. You are my life. You are my fortress. I exalt you. Jesus, you are my banner. Just the ability to live Lift up the name of Jesus and give him the glory. It will profit you beyond, beyond imaginable ways. Every time you begin to praise the name of the Lord, there is much profit in praise. Now Psalm 69 speaks about the first blessing. It says there, it's a, it's, it's, it's a hallelujah here. You need to know how, why you need to say those hallelujahs out. The first thing that the praise profits you or the prophet of praise is praise causes the earth to yield or surrender its increase to you. Look at that verse. The sixth verse. Fifth verse. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield our increase and God even our own God shall bless us so whatever God has packaged for you on planet earth will surrender to you when you praise him whatever God has packaged for you will surrender to you when you praise him we know from that scripture Praise will cause multiplication of supplies and resources that is there in your hand. The five loaves that was brought to Jesus. Jesus lifted it up to the Father and thanked the Father. And the bread began to multiply. The Bible is very clear there were over 5,000 men. So one bread is equal to thousand. It multiplied thousand times over. One bread multiplied thousand times over. Five loaves of bread symbolizes the fivefold office that God has given to the body of Christ. The apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, the pastor. And let me tell you, if you are in one of those fivefold office, get ready for an increase in that which is in your hand. Even in the time of COVID-19, the church of Jesus Christ will multiply and grow all across the globe. Amen. God told me, even when the church opened, 
Lord told me don't go behind somebody and call them to church. The Lord said, son, I will bring them. Pastor, listening to me, do not be afraid. Don't think your church will diminish and not increase. That you will lose your members. Don't be afraid. You focus on the Lord. Lift up your voice. Glorify the name of Jesus day in and day out. God will bring in the souls. Praise will secure the blessing of God in your life. Can you say that with me? Praise. Praise will secure, will secure the blessing of God, the blessing of God in, my life. in my life. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. If you do not remember any scripture, I wanted to learn this scripture by heart. Malachi chapter 2 and verse 2. If ye will not hear. If you will not hear. And if ye will not lay it to heart. And if you will not lay it to heart. To give glory unto my name. Underline that word. To give glory unto my name. Saith the Lord of hosts. Says the Lord of hosts. I will even I will even send a curse upon you. I will even send a curse upon you. And I will curse your blessings. And I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already. And yes, I have cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart. Can you imagine that? If you will not hear and if you will not lay it to heart to give glory unto his name, says the Lord, I will even send a curse upon you, I will curse your blessing. See this praise that will secure the blessing of God in your life. Whatever that God has given you that you are not giving him glory for or rejoicing in the Lord for is about to leave your life. Whatever. If it is your health, to say, Lord, I thank you for health. If it is just air that you can breathe in in your lungs, say, Lord, I thank you. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Lord, for every little thing, for every major thing, every big thing, I just want to lift up your name. Without you, I can do nothing, Lord. I give you the glory. When you are able to say that from your heart, let me tell you, without you realizing you are securing the blessing of God. Amen. There are many people who have a lot of things that God has blessed them with. But they have forgotten the source. They know it intellectually, but they act out as if they made it on their own. Let me tell you, you are in very, very, very grave danger. You are in grave danger. Lift up your voice and say, Lord. I thank you for all that you've given me, for the family, for the children, for my married life, for my resources, for properties, for wealth. Lord, I thank you for intelligence, for wisdom. Lord, I thank you for ministry. I thank you for your goodness in my life. Favor is also secured into your life when you praise the Lord. Acts chapter 2 verse 47. Acts 2 verse 47 Yes Praising God and having favor with all the people And the Lord That's added enough. to them And the Lord added unto them the numbers But praising God and having favor That goes together Praising God and say that Praising God, praising God and having favor and having Favor and praise goes together Amen. People who enjoy favor of God are Perpetual praisers of Jesus <laughs> Whoa! 
Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Easiest way to see favor under your life is to praise the Lord. Easiest way to see favor exit your life is to stop praising Him. There are people who would go to any lengths to be miserable, to grumble, to complain and to murmur. Without you realizing, you are actually making the favor of God exit your life. But every time you can say, Lord, I thank you. I glorify you. I praise you, Master. And you lift up the name of Jesus without grumbling and complaining for all that God has given you. The favor of God is attracted to praise. Open your mouth and say, the favor of God is attracted to me praising Jesus. Amen. If you want favor to increase, increase your praise. (laughs) Some people have this Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And then standing like this for one hour while worship is going on. And they, they, they say, I don't see an increase in favor. Praise will provoke the judgment of God upon the adversary. Psalm 67 verse 4. Look at that again. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Praise the Lord. We have started our entered the year with praise if you did that you will exit the year with praise (laughs) amen praise will bring forth fearful blessings see God's seven doors God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Look at how this guy is blessed. Oh my God. Fearful blessings. Can you imagine that? There are blessings that are provoked by praise. Blessings that are provoked by praise. People who know me, know me that I just love to praise the Lord. I just love to. I just love to praise the Lord. Just to lift up His name. Wherever I am staying, you know, wherever I stay, the neighbors tell me, the Lord, the noise is loud from your house. <laughs> So I told the architect while I'm building the house, I need a room that is soundproof. That I won't disturb the neighbors, that I can praise the Lord. (laughs) That I can just lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Just take any song on it. Stay with me in this. Mm. 
Blessing His name, blessing His name, we will sing Jesus. David, when the anointing came upon him, he was a praiser, he was a worshiper, he could glorify the Lord and evil spirits would depart out of soul. Even tonight while you praise the name of Jesus in your home, let every affliction leave your home. Let every discouragement leave your home. Let every pain, every, every sickness, every bondage leave your home in the name of Jesus. Amen. When David would praise, glorify the Lord. There are many Christians who think they are mature because they think they have outgrown praise. You continue to grow all the way to eternity in the presence of the Lord to glorify His name. The spirit of heaviness is the opposite of the spirit of joy. When you're feeling heavy, many a time you can't praise Him. Discouragement, despair, suicidal thoughts, brokenness, depression. Every spirit that comes into your mind to make you give up. Give up on your life, give up on marriage, give up on ministry, give up on church. It's not a spirit that comes from God. Let that depart out of your life in the name of Jesus. What facilitates praise is the oil of joy. Are you with me? Amen. 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 The oil of joy. Amen. Even not just not for praise, even for prayer, you need that oil flowing through. 
because only the Holy Spirit can bring you into the presence of God. You can pray in the outer court. Even when the blood of Jesus has been shed to come in, make you come into the Holy of Holies before your father. You can pray and still be afraid and still panic when afflictions come. But when the oil of the Holy Spirit begins to flow and the Spirit of God leads you into the presence of the Lord and you're able to glorify His name, you know you have a loving Father in heaven and none of the, none of the, none of the things that is happening on earth shall happen in your life in a negative way because Jesus will give you complete victory. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I like this word in Job 1 where it says, I think it's the sixth verse where the Bible says, when the angels of men or, or, or the angels of God came before the Lord, Satan also presented himself. Now, if you are a believer and you read that, it will thrill your soul. No matter how fearsome the devil looks or how destructive you know he can be and how, how bad he is and he's a liar and the father of lies and all that, he still has to be accountable before God. He had to come and be accountable before the Lord. The very things that he uses to frighten you, whether it be a pandemic or whether it be an affliction or a bondage, hallelujah. He has to stand accountable before God. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Glory unto the name of the Lord. So you don't need to worry. The devil in his fiercest form, Satan, he had to present himself before God. And it is God actually who said to him, have you seen my servant Job? <laughs> have you seen my servant Job? Can you imagine? I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem. I, I never used to read the book of Job. That's not one of my favorite books. Now it is, in the beginning. Because I thought, my God, tests, trials, problems, man, this man lost everything. Why read that? Let me read the Psalms or the Proverbs or just the New Testament. <laughs> why, why go through that? I thought if I read it, I would attract it, you know, those trials and all that. But now I'm not afraid. Because it is God who told Satan, have you seen my... And the reason I wouldn't read is because... See, I don't mind, I don't have a problem God telling my friends, have you seen my servant Job? Have you seen my servant Rajesh? I don't have a problem God saying that to my friends. But God actually saying into the evil one personified Satan himself. So I said, I said, Lord, I have a problem with this. I have a problem with this. Why would you do that? Why would you do that, Lord? Because the Lord trusts you, even when you don't. Amen. The Lord knows if the evil one should try everything out, still you won't deny him. Mm. Still you won't reject him. Can you imagine? He lost all his children. He lost all the wealth. He lost his sick, I mean health. There was boils on his body. His wife was looking for a way to exit his life. That's, that's the truth. Because 
you know only if he died could she marry again she had already she was already dating somebody in the secret because job's wife said curse god and die so i can according to the old testament you know you can you can only marry if your spouse is dead so just curse god and die <laughs> look at your wife and say thank god you're not like that <laughs> See all these things happening but the bible says job did not refuse to open his mouth and curse God but bowed down and worshiped wow here i am to worship Job bowed down and worshiped. Even in that pain, Job bowed down and Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. See God calls the end from the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning. That's what the Bible says. Have you seen certain movies the director the scriptwriter knows the story. You just they're just building up the climax the and you just oh my god what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We all feel sad if the hero dies but what's going to happen? Have you seen wrestling? The real one, not the real one, the one that you see on TV. The real one is when your your father and mother fights. <laughs> the, the 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 one that is made up is the one that you see on TV. Have you seen that they have speakers on the stage? It's not cement flow. So when they fall on, there is to make a noise. In the beginning, I used to think, oh my god. This guy is going to hurt himself. But the, later on, I saw the speaker is there, ever picking up every noise. The script is all written down. Who is going to be the champion for the next five years? They'll even punch the referee. The referee will fall down. It's all scripted. Are you with me? Well, read the entire Bible for a child of God. For somebody who's put their faith in Christ, it's all written down well. But read the book of Revelations. Hallelujah! We are with the Lord forever and ever. Blessed be the name of Jesus. We have a good end. Open your mouth and say that. Job 
God restored everything back to him. When he went through the trial, when he went through the testing, one thing is very clear. Whom does the Lord test? Whom does the Lord correct or allow to go through a trial? Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 6. Look at that. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 6. I wanted to read from different versions of the Bible. Hebrews 12 verse 6, uh, message Bible. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. It's the child he loves. I'm the child he loves. That he disciplines. Read the good news translation. Look at the KJV version while she's taking that. It says there, for whom the Lord loveth, he disciplines, he corrects. One version uses the word goes through trials. Read. Because the Lord corrects everyone he loves. Lord corrects everyone whom he loves. Yes, the TPT version, the Passion Translation. You need to read, read, read on. For the Lord's training of your life is ah. the evidence of his faithful love. Ah. Is it the Lord? Lord's training of your life. The Lord's training of your life is an evidence of his faithful love. Many a time somebody doesn't like a correction, even when a pastor corrects. But it's a sign of faithful love. Amen. He's training you. Job is being trained. Through that trial, God knows he will love, he won't deny, he will worship, he will praise, he will pray. I had a problem once when I heard a preacher say, if he loves you specially, he will treat you harshly. <laughs> Paul would say the word of all, we are like, you know, garbage. 1 Corinthians 4, he would say, we as apostles, God ordained the lowest point for us. We are treated like a gazing stock. If greatness is your choice, then trials are your price. But you need to praise Him all the way through. I'll praise Him when the sun goes down. I'll praise Him in the morning. I'll praise Him in the noon time. I'll praise Him at all times. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noon time. Praise Him. Praise Him, praise Him when the sun goes down. Yes, hallelujah. That's enough, that's enough, that's enough. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. There is a dimension of God that is only revealed in the burning furnace. You want the Lord to appear for you as the fourth man. It is the trial. There is a trial that you go through that should express your love for the Lord. One Corinthians 13, 13. We know that scripture. One Corinthians 13 and verse 13. It says there, 
And now abideth faith, hope and charity. That is love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now abideth faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. Amen. There are people who are angry with God. They can't praise Him. They are upset with God. They just, they're just angry. They're just angry with God. There are people who don't express it out, but they're just angry. If God had a, a home here in Cochin, I wonder how many people would have gone and said, Lord, this was not fair, Lord. It's not fair. I prayed, I fasted, I did this. I'm just upset, Lord. I, just, I mean, I'm just upset. That's why Jesus said, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Somebody who's offended with the Lord cannot praise him. There are times that in your life experiences, there are things that you've believed in, hoped in, doesn't come to pass. But amidst all that, the greatest is love. God wants to see whether you will still exalt him and praise him when times are tough and times are bad. Will you still worship him? Will you still follow him? You can't make it a church. Because there are restrictions, there are numbers restrictions. Business is not going as well as you would want to. But would you still, still? Or are you offended? Lord, this is not fair. There are people who complain, grumble and murmur and say, Lord, this is not fair. I prayed for just upset inside. See, you cannot praise him. You can only go through motions if your heart is not right in love with him. Why you say, okay, when the worship leader comes and says, Praise him, let's praise him and say, Thank you, Jesus. Praise your Lord. Okay. Get on with the meeting. When is the pastor preaching now? But it is love that produces praise. The Spirit of God will come upon anybody who loves the Lord. David loved the Lord. Faith, hope, and love amidst all these things. The greatest of them is love. Why? Because faith, imagine you are believing in God for a car. doesn't come Luke 22 verse 31 32 Jesus said but after you have returned Luke 22 32 but I have prayed for thee I have prayed for you that your faith fail not fail not so faith can fail you believed in God for a car or a house or whatever it didn't come to pass faith will say Hope, you hoped. 2022 is the hallelujah here. You trusted in God's word and the prophecy for a second. It's going to be my hallelujah here. And now instead of hallelujah, it is just hallelujah. What hallelujah? What hallelujah? And you're wondering whether to retitle it now. My Allelu, my yes. Don't do that. It is your. <laughs> Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. That affliction will leave you. So you hoped by January, by 2022, by February, by March, this would happen for your life. When your child's marriage would take place, maybe that would happen. This would happen. Nothing happened. You 
Hope is deferred, Proverbs 13, 12. But love, love faileth not. Love faileth not. And God knew Job would love him in spite of the trial. In spite of the loss, in spite of the devil attacking him left, right and center. God knew that Job would worship. Job would not open his mouth and speak bad. Job would pray for his friends. And God said, I will, I will make him a testimony. I will make him an example. He will be my reference point. Oh, Labanam Shandala Prabhara. Jeevanam Hashaste Prabhana. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you, Lord. Open your mouth and say, despite what I am going through, Jesus, I love you. Despite what I am going through, Jesus, I love Open you. Open your mouth and say, despite what I am going through, Lord, I love you. Despite what I am going through, Lord, I Lord, love I you. Lord, I love you. Mm. Amen. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your from a heart that loves that's where the Spirit of God moves I think it was Bishop Oedipa who said if you lost anything in life God is the reason why you didn't lose everything if you lost anything in life God is the reason why you didn't lose everything amen blessed be the name of the Lord praise comes out of the privilege of that relationship love relationship with the Lord Mm. Amen. You thank him that he's preserved you thus far. Amen. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22-23. We know that scripture. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 
it is of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed i want to underline that it's because the lord's mercies we are not destroyed yes because his compassions fail not because his compassion fails not they are new every morning they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness lord because of lord's mercies satan was looking for a way to finish you but because of god's mercies he couldn't god did not allow that god's mercy said no not beyond this point amen amen praise the lord you have to thank god for having preserved your life to praise him for that to praise him for that praise is only there for the ones proverbs 29 who can praise him proverbs 29 verse 2 when the righteous are in authority no no sorry psalms 29 verse 2 i'm so sorry psalms 29 verse 2 give unto the lord the glory due unto his name give unto the lord the glory that is due unto his name worship the lord in the beauty of his holiness give unto the lord the glory due unto his name worship the lord in the beauty of holiness it is only a lifestyle of uprightness uprightness or holiness that help you to praise him there is beauty in holiness say that with me there is beauty in holiness there is ugliness in sin but there is beauty in holiness whatever defiles your conscience denies you access if there is something defiling your conscience then you can't just go before the lord and say thank you lord oh, just but there's a beauty in holiness there are people who don't have a lifestyle that is acceptable to god so what they do is they become like religious praisers you know when the when the worship leader says praise the lord or when the pastor says praise the lord, he says thank you jesus praise you adu enavilla vaada But I sense this year, many of you who have been in the ugliness of sin, going to experience the transforming Amen. touch of the Holy yes. Spirit. Yes. Suddenly there'll be a change and you will know it is God and you will walk in uprightness where you will rejoice in the Lord. Make it a prayer in your heart, Lord, you set me free. You give me victory. I will praise you all the days of my life. I will worship you in the beauty of your holiness. Lord, I thank you. Open your mouth and glorify the Lord. Open your mouth and glorify the Lord. Open your mouth and glorify the Lord. Thank you Jesus. Praise you Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And there is something that God can do. Only God can do. I wanted to look at Acts chapter 9 verse 1. I wanted to read from verses 1 to 18 because of lack of time. Just read through verse 1. And Saul yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went into the high priest. Did you hear that? Saul yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter. 
just not murder but slaughter that is killing with no regard no regard we have slaughter houses no regard for the animal just slaughtered Saul was a man like that just not threats alone but slaughter against the disciples of the Lord went into the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues that if he found any of this way whether they were men or women there is no gender <laughs> whether they be men or women he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem and as he journeyed he came near Damascus and suddenly where shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him soul soul why persecute thou me and he said who art thou lord and the lord said i am jesus whom thou persecutest it's for it's hard for thee to kick against the bricks can you imagine that you will hurt yourself you kick against the bricks you jesus said why are you persecuting me the lord didn't say why are you killing me why are you slaughtering me because you can never do that to the lord but the disciples the third verse third was a suddenly they shone a light around him suddenly with threats and wanting to slaughter he going forth suddenly can you imagine this man is a murderer he's somebody who's into slaughtering people evil but suddenly the lord asked him why are you kicking against the bricks in other words it'll hurt you anyone who hurts you anyone who comes against you they will have pain in their life the holy spirit told me that and Saul has an encounter with the lord and the sixth verse and he trembling and astonished said lord what will thou have me to do so Saul is a doer are you with me say that with me Saul is a Saul is a doer doer before he came to the lord he was a doer killing people slaughtering people even after coming to the lord he is a doer god is always with the doer anybody who wants to serve him anybody who wants to serve him do something for him the lord will always be with them amen i heard ronald bonge say years back don't follow a parked car <laughs> they might be christians but if they are parked you just parked below them behind them you're going nowhere but you got to follow a moving car you got to follow a doer men who have no direction have no destiny there are there are there are there are vehicles you know when you when you when you especially you know we, i come from a place called pala so i i learned driving there so there are times when you're going up a hill and you're there 
and then one vehicle has stopped you behind if you're not careful the guy who was screeching me would say just stay a little behind because if you're not careful this guy not really not to go forward but he will roll back <laughs> there, are, there are christians like that you know they won't go for, forward they not only really block the way but chances are that if you stay too close you might get crashed because they might roll back <laughs> Look at somebody and say, "Don't roll back! <laughs> Don't roll back! Don't roll back! <laughs> Don't roll back!" You know that I'm. You know. But this man's soul, he says, "Well, what do you want me to do?" The Lord said to him, "Arise and go." And lack of time, he gets up. He goes to the house called Straight. I mean, house of. Judas in a street called Straight, and there he prayed. And in a vision, he saw a man called Arinias coming and laying hands upon him. So, what am I trying to say? This man has got a past. He is into slaughtering business, slaughtering disciples. Suddenly, he is an encounter. The next moment, he is praying. It didn't take him 10 years to start praying. He's praying and he's seeing visions. And the man called Ananias in the next verse says, The Lord said unto Ananias, Ananias, I want you to go and put your hand on this man and lay your hands upon him that he might receive the sight. And you know what Ananias is saying? The 13th verse, Lord, I have heard so many of this. And so many about this man how much evil he has done to thy saints in Jerusalem and he's got authority to drag the others who call on your name can you imagine that just imagine you are Ananias Leah and the Lord is saying to him the Lord Ruth come here you are Paul and the Lord came to him and says go to the house have you heard of soul go to her his house lay hands would you go because you just heard even 3 hours back he's killed disciples he's got a letter he's slaughtering people would you go i would definitely do <laughs> you would definitely that's what see that is what happens you know why because the bible says here ananias is saying i have heard of many not heard of god heard of many how evil this man is heard of many how evil this man is but god says to him listen you're telling me listen i met with him i changed him He's a chosen vessel, the 16th verse. He's a chosen vessel to carry the gospel. He's a chosen vessel to carry the gospel. Chosen vessel. Do not be afraid to go lay your hands. Come here. To go lay your hands. It's a chosen vessel. The Lord wants you to know you're a chosen vessel. Everybody in the church will look at people whom they've heard about. 
the way they are. Imagine a prostitute is coming to church. Or somebody who's been smoking cigarette outside the church. And he comes into church. And God is telling the pastor to go lay hands upon him. And say, you're a chosen vessel. And others will say, this pastor, no, this guy was just smoking cigarette just outside. But God can make you upright suddenly. That's what I'm trying to say. And it is from the upright that praise will come forth. He's been murdering people, but the Lord is saying, I've chosen him. He will write two-thirds of the New Testament. He will bring in revivals in many cities. He will bring in souls to my kingdom. He will be a minister of my gospel. I myself will show him how much he will have to suffer for my name. Get ready for sudden, sudden transformations in 2022. Oh! And to the church, I tell you, don't have a judgmental spirit. Are you with me? Because you, the Lord told me something, which I am scared to say it out. The Lord told me that the present church or the people who are there will only be 10%. The 90% are only going to come. Amen. Hey, if you are happy for the Lord's word, lift your hands. You are only 10%. Don't have a judgmental mindset about the people who are going to come in. Hallelujah. There'll be prostitutes. There'll be murderers. There'll be, hallelujah, all kinds of people, all kinds of freaks who will come in. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't judge them. Don't look down upon them because they're going to be chosen vessels who will carry the gospel across the nations of the world. When you come to the Lord, God forgets the number of cigarettes you, you, you had in your hand yesterday. Whoa. But religious spirit will judge everything. Upright of heart. God can make you if you will trust him. Amen. You will encounter him. And it is from the upright that praise comes forth. Uh, that God gets the glory. Paul's life glorified God. Paul's life glorified God. Lift your hands and say, My life will glorify Jesus. My life will glorify Jesus. Amen. And he served the Lord. Amen.